Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I leave them before they can leave me. Um, you know, for whatever reason, I, I want to have the upper hand. I want to be the one that's doing the leaving because I feel like that hurts less, even though it still hurts. You know, I'm pretty reserved. I'm pretty traditional. Marriage and family, it's something I've always wanted. I was married before, but, you know, things started to fall apart. I don't want to go through, you know, another divorce. So it has to work this time. So. You know, I'm just lo- really looking forward to, to getting to know her. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Kara Berry, Married at First Sight Edition. So for those of you who are everyone's business but mine heads, you'll know that the Friday broadcast as of the past couple months has been dedicated to Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Fear not. I will still be recapping it. Every other week I'm going to, I think, alternate. As of now, I'm going to alternate which, what episodes that I recap on the Friday show. So for now, we're going to do Married at First Sight. Monday, I will be recapping Salt Lake City, and then the week after that, I will be switching, flipping the switch, if you will, okay? Let's talk about Married at First Sight. So, the difficult thing about watching, recapping the show, is that sometimes the episodes really lend themselves more to watching them than to hearing somebody talk about them again. For me, it's a little bit more difficult. I think a lot of the things lend themselves more to watching it. Um, This episode in particular is one of those episodes. I honestly, personally, I don't really care about like the vows. I don't really care about the walking down the aisle unless it's going to be 
messy. <laughs> Sad as it is to say, like, you would think there was a bigger part of me that enjoys, like, the romantic aspects of this show. I'm clocking in about, like, I prefer about 60% mess with about 38% uh, romance. And then 2% is just for me. It's just a private thing for me, okay? So, these episodes are hard to recap, but the good parts that you can talk about or that I want to talk about are the moments after the ceremony where they're really, like, looking at each other in the face and having their champagne toast with one another and being like, hey, who are you, person I just legally married myself to? (laughs) Those are the moments I live for. I like to see... What's going to work? What's not going to work? What foundation is being laid with these relationships and how we're going to possibly move forward from there? I like the the anticipation and I like to just see like from the start if this is going to work or not. This is really a foundation laying episode. So let's talk about it. We're going to start with Ryan and Clara. Now, I literally just said that I don't like the vows, but you guys, Ryan's vows knocked it out of the fucking park like I can't believe it they were so good they hit to every corny romantic sentimental what just like every little synapse that I have in my brain I was just like I'm here for it I'm getting emotional and I'm trying not to cry so we know that we left off last episode where Ryan's gift to Clara was a blindfold (laughs) blindfold that's a bride he has one that says groom he wants to buck traditional married at first sight protocol and instead of seeing each other when she gets to the end of the aisle to see each other when they're both at the altar so her dad Claire's dad walks her down the aisle blindfolded (laughs) they join hands at the altar and counting to three her maid of honor and his groomsman best man Uh, take the blindfolds off. They seem perfectly happy with each other. No, like, it wasn't like a big explosive moment. It was just like, hi, probably taking a few seconds to actually figure out what this person looks like. Because I imagine those TV lights coming up from overhead were really blinding. (laughs) It's probably quite a shock for their eyes. Um, Okay, you guys, like I said, Ryan's vows were like overly over the top. Y'all, I loved it. He was talking about how they met, how they just met, but like Clara was there for him for all these like little moments and the milestones and you were there for me when my dad passed away. You were there when I got my driver's license. You were there, uh, you know, when I traveled to this country and it was just like so eloquent and so kind of just like you weren't physically there, but I've been waiting for you and the choices that I've made in my life were for you and, and where I am in my life is because I wanted a partner and I just, I loved it. And I really like hate to squeeze out a thug tear over this, but I, I loved it. I really did. (laughs) So officially I have to admit that this was the quickest I fanned over a couple the quickest that I've wanted to make a couple work and I hate myself for that and that's something that I'm gonna have to reflect on over the weekend 
but it's true. And the first part of moving forward and changing is admitting that it's happening in the first place. So they finish their vows, go through the ceremony, everything's fine. They go over to the table to have their champagne, get to know you moment. And Claire's like, what's your, what's my new last name? Ryan's like, oh, well, it's Ubre, O-U-B-R-E. Uh, I'm Cajun. My family's from New Orleans, so it's French. And she's like, ugh. I just, I really was hoping that I would have a new last name that I didn't have to spell every time. And I was hoping that your last name was like Jones or Smith, but it's okay. I guess I'll be Clara Ubre. Okay. <laughs> Ubre to me doesn't seem like... Like, it's not a traditional American last name, but it's also not something that, like, I think people would look at and really have a hard... Like, where do you really... It's O-U-B-R-E. There's really no... You can't really get too fancy with it. Like, you know what I mean? There's no other way to pronounce that. Aubre, maybe? Uber? Maybe Uber. Maybe people say Uber. People are stupid. Anyway. <laughs> then Ryan's like, basically, let's play the question game. Go back and forth. And Clara was like, what was the number one thing that you were looking for? What was your top priority when you signed up for this? And Ryan's like, actually, you mentioned it when you did your vows. I was really looking for somebody who would call me out on my BS and could do the same. I could do the same with them. Then... <laughs> Ryan asks Clara what her biggest fear was getting into this. And she says, very matter of fact, very plain as day. I'm terrified if I'm going to fall. I'm terrified that I'm going to fall in love with you and that you won't love me back. Ryan's response is like, wow. (laughs) And Clara just shrugs and she downs the rest of her champagne. Like, yeah, I said it. That's the truth. Don't ask a question if you don't want the answer, right? I love it she is like on i'm on my like radical feminist radical not radical feminist radical honesty tip i am gonna be open and transparent i've given myself fully to the process and to the experts and so i'm all in and then she says i don't know if it's too soon but i think i'm falling for him like i'm clearly very invested and i fall easily and i'm just afraid that he's not gonna fall back (laughs) I wish you could see the face that I was making now. This is going to be, let's, let's talk right now. This is going to be my first bet for the season. I'm putting a dollar 75 on this bet. I am betting you guys that the amount of time that Clara is going to give Ryan, uh, in order to for him to say I love you. The deadline that he's got for that is going to be about two episodes before it becomes a problem and before <laughs> this becomes a big blow up. I'm predicting that this is going to be our Elizabeth and Jamie of the season. I I feel it. I feel it and I'm so excited. I'm expecting fireworks, explosions, screaming fights, the kind of fights that they don't um have on camera and the ones that we have to see from that like horrible quality camera that they put up in the apartments for um anything interesting that they find like 
that happens without production. Like, I want to see that grainy footage and I want to see the captioning of, like, I don't know, of Clara screaming, like, I just want you to love me. Something like that. Like, I want scream crying. And I know that that's, like, something that I probably need to talk to a specialist about. I need to talk to, like, my own mental health professional about. But that's my truth. And much like Clara, I'm a radical. I'm a person who believes in radical honesty. And the first step to admitting that we have a problem is admitting that the problem exists, you know? So I'm admitting it. And I have no problem with that. Let's... What Was there anything else from them? No, I mean... During their first dance, they find out that they both went to a Blink-182 and Lil Wayne concert. Like, these are a particular type of person that makes sense to me. Like, they're just average. They're completely basic. They are, you know, they're just like, I feel like both of them could really be with a lot of people. (laughs) There probably aren't a whole lot of people that they couldn't be with or that they couldn't be matched with. So I'm just excited to see how it manifests with these two. I'm really looking forward to it. Another couple that I'm really looking forward to see Ing is Eric and Virginia. This is getting dark like really quickly. We know Eric now. He's like Mr. Conservative, Mr. Military, Mr. Pilot, Mr. Uh, Rigidity. They're in the suite, and Eric's like, you know, having been previously divorced, I feel like I know what I'm getting myself into. Uh, do you? Because you explain it later. We're gonna we're gonna table that comment for later. So his friend Jim is like, how are you feeling? And Eric's like, this is not a eight week experiment for me. Like, I'm not just looking to hang out with this girl for two months and bounce. Like. I'm taking this seriously. I hope she's taking it seriously as I am. And I hope we're on the same page. Otherwise, it's not going to work. And Jim's like, look, you need to know that no one person is going to check every box of yours. Thank you, Jim. (laughs) Thank you. Let's cut over to Virginia's suite. She's not worried about a damn thing except getting some alcohol (laughs) and filtering it through her liver. They're, like, barely in the suite before the girls are, like, shots, shots, shots. She's, like, a true Britney from Vanderpump Rules. They're doing shots of some pre-made pink drink in a plastic jug (laughs) that they're pouring into these plastic shot glasses that are attached to those plastic Mardi Gras beads. Like, this is quite the energy that you're bringing into, like, you know you're about to get married right like have a cocktail have a glass of champagne have two glasses of champagne I don't know how long you're up there in glam but baby she had the two shots a glass of champagne we see her doing glam and she's having a whole other drink and the drinks keep flowing for the rest of the evening and I'm gonna be talking about that more later (laughs) so we gotta talk about this the glam Last season, I had a full-on, I had a full-on crisis with Amani. We did not really see how beautiful Amani was until 
we got to the honeymoon because they did her so dirty with her makeup and they did Virginia so dirty with this drag race quick challenge makeup. What were they doing to her? I had a request from Neely. Shout out to you, Neely. You were like, I need you to talk about this purple eyeshadow and I'm glad. But here's the thing. All them girls are busted. The bridesmaids and Virginia. Listen, I I shouldn't say busted because it's not like their makeup application was bad. It was just very for the cheap seats in the back. It was giving like regional theater. Let's really paint, paint, paint our faces so that everybody can see. Woo. Woo. I'm not a makeup girl, y'all. You're not going to see me posted up at the Mac counter. I know that. I know my truth. I'm, you know, I'm never going to be like a, a, I'm never going to get up to the rouge level at Sephora. Like, I know this. Okay. But what, I also have eyes and I know (laughs) that a dark, deep, violet purple, royal purple is smoky eye is not the best idea for a evening wedding for a five o'clock wedding it's a lot it's a lot and some of us don't always you know we all have different eyelids right and like also we also have very different faces in terms of what how much makeup we can apply like I can't do a whole beat face because I would look crazy I have to stay in the natural. There are other people that you can paint them for hours. You can do full-on drama, full-out glam, and it it looks great. I can't do it. Neither can Virginia. So (laughs) it was just a lot. And then they gave her a hot pink lip. She looked like a damn totally hair Barbie. I don't know what they did to her. I need questions. I need answers because I have several questions. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Virginia says that her reason for getting married is because if the guy signed up for the show, then he must be serious. You want to let that sink in? (laughs) No, no personal reasons like I'm ready. 
I'm going to do it. Like, I just want to get married. And if any guy would sign up for this show, I know he must be really invested. So, whew. Has she watched the show? <laughs> because I could point you to several examples where that is not the case. Mm, okay, girl. Okay. Um, then we find out more about Eric's last marriage. And he says, even though he just said, since I've already been married, I know what it's going to be like, or I'm more prepared for it. Then he explains, like, his last marriage was, like, way less formal than we were led to believe. And he says that essentially they just signed a paper. There was no ceremony, net, anything traditional that happened. They just signed a paper. And basically he was living on the military base. She, They wanted to live together. They needed to get married in order to make that happen. So that's what it was. He said he never even wore a ring. Okay, so now it makes more sense of why his mom was like, you need to be a little bit more serious about marriage and not just do it. You know, like it's more to marriage than I love you. That makes a lot more sense. Then we get back to Eric's room. His parents come to the suite and Eric's like, look, I know you guys don't want this for me, but I would regret if I had this opportunity and I didn't take it. And the parents seem to be a lot more understanding. His dad's like, you know, just don't give up early. Just, if you're going to do this, really do it. And he was like, yeah, I'm with you. (laughs) Then we get to the part where they're ramping up to the vows. (laughs) Did you guys notice that Eric was very nervous? And this was before he goes to the altar. They're like making him wait outside, outside the doors. He is like twitching and kicking and adjusting like Elaine Bennis doing that dance on Seinfeld like I don't know what was happening with that man if he (laughs) he he almost practically did like a full Chuck Norris kick that's how nervous he was (laughs) and I didn't understand it (laughs) then if that wasn't wild enough he goes down the altar um, down to the altar everything's fine then it's time for Virginia's to wait outside those doors And if he was nervous, if Eric was nervous, she was truly on one. So, Virginia has a complete crying, fanning the eyes to keep my makeup from messing up style meltdown. And she's like, I don't know if I can do this. And her whole thing is that she comes from like a, what she calls a damaged background. Now, granted... I'm the child of a divorce, but I'm not the child of multiple divorces. So I'm not going to say that she can't be traumatized by the fact that both of her parents have been married three times. Maybe they really messed her up. And if that's her truth, fine. <laughs> She's saying like, you know, I've seen so many divorces happen that I never even imagined my own wedding. And <laughs> she said, this fucking killed me she says i'm literally not an emotional person at all but i've cried so much today i just want to get this over with i want to quit crying and maybe i'll quit crying when i meet him (laughs) maybe i'll just stop crying when i when i'm really into it oh baby 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 girl um we had a guest of honor at this ceremony that was very important to me and that was virginia's dog rocky who 
really stole the show. He went up there at some point during the middle of the house. He was like, hi, mommy, I'm going to jump on you. He was like, I don't know what's happening, but he was ready for that camera. And he was giving us everything that I could have possibly wanted. Being an icon. We love you, Rocky. Then Eric does his vows. And I have to admit, Eric's vows made him seem a lot more chill than my first impression of him. And thank God for that, because he was giving, like, low-sodium wheat thin before this. I, like... I'm attracted to him. Do I think he's kind of sexy? Do I think Eric is hot? Even though he doesn't have even like he does the man doesn't have even a whisper of a lip. Like I've never seen any his lips are so thin. I don't even know like if that's they're so thin. They're like non-existent, but still I think he's really cute, and I'm kind of into him, but don't tell anybody I said that, okay? Okay. Anyway, um, Eric is into Virginia. He's like, I'm attracted to her, and he's like, I wouldn't necessarily hit on her because I don't really hit on women, but she's definitely somebody that I would have looked at three times if we were at a bar together. <laughs> okay. Eric. Um, Virginia's like, I'm married and she is ready to kiss. She's kissing him during the pictures. She's kissing him during their dance. She's kissing him in the middle of their meals. She's like, I love to kiss. I'm going to do it. That's my husband. I'm ready. Eric is so excited. He is so happy that he is with a woman who's a little bit more aggressive. And that's great sexually I think that's really gonna be great for you Eric but the other parts are what I'm concerned about um Virginia if she loves to kiss she really loves to drink she goes to the bar during them getting photos (laughs) she also made sure to tell Eric that she brought a cooler with her before the ceremony so they could get drinks And then she also said that she wanted a shot as soon as they walked down the aisle. (sighs) Ooh, it, Eric is clearly realizing that she's a partier. Virginia's like, I like to go out. I like to party. I like to be at the bars. And Eric's like, okay, I don't really like that stuff. So... (laughs) I don't know what to say right now. Then Virginia's like, he, Eric is like, listen, I come from a conservative household and we all know what could be under that umbrella. So Virginia is like, listen, my parents are conservative, but my family's not. I need you to know that my sister over there, Jennifer, she's a lesbian. Her children were made through, you know, artificial insemination. And Eric's like, that's fine. Like, I'm not that kind of conservative. You can do whatever you want. Live however you want. I have no problem with that. Great, Eric. Thank you. Thank you for that. Throughout the whole thing, there seemed to be a lot of hints about her mo- his mom and her um, having a particular point of view. Even they do this thing where one of his friends or family members will come up and they'll say, oh, this is how we feel 
you know, um, this is what Eric's like, Virginia, so you know, and, you know, um, his dad is really nice, and his mom, like, well, I guess you'll see. <laughs> and I'm excited. I think her name is Donna. She acts like a Donna, and I don't really know what that means, but she once you see that her name is Donna you're like okay that makes sense so I'm excited for Donna to give us everything I think she's really there she's almost giving me like Emily Gilmore Lorelai's mother like she seems like they they do well financially she seems like she is probably part of the daughters of the revolution she just seems like a particular breed of Southern woman. And Eric said that his parents have been married for like 40 years, right? So they're obviously very traditional, very by the rules. And I'm just really, really excited to see if Donna, is Donna going to bring down the hammer and say like, you're never going to be, <laughs> you're not the kind of woman that I want in the Lake family. You're not going to be a Lake. Okay. I'm really, really excited to see that. Let's move on to Vincent and Brianna. They're our last couple that we see fully get married. So we have two more couples next week. Not a whole lot to say about Vincent and Brianna. I'm not going to lie. Brianna's like, I didn't sleep last night. I'm a really structured and a risk averse type person, but hopefully I'm about to meet the love of my life. And Brianna, shockingly, because I really thought you guys, I really thought Brianna was going to be like, rigid uptight nerd by the book like just doesn't type a kind of girl like not really very fun she's like i'm a hoe <laughs> and i mean that in the best way possible brianna's like i tend to think about the physical before i even get to the other stuff so i'm really worried about not being attracted to vincent i love it i love that she said that i mean not that it's a good thing but Compared to when Chris says it, a similar thing, I'm like, okay, I think this will be interesting. But when Chris says it, I'm like, vile, I hate him, I never want this, like, boo, get off the stage. <laughs> I'm excited about Brianna. I'm really interested. I think, and I said this last week, I think she might be, like, another Amani. I think if she gets the right dude, we're going to see, like, a really cool chick who really wants to make this work. And I hope that Vincent is that, but I don't think he is y'all. I think Vincent is very insecure about his past relationship. And the fact that his last girlfriend, he says was really not supportive of his career and moving forward. I just like, I want to know more about that. And I think that's going to be a real issue. I really do. Even though when, after they get married, she asks him at the table when they're eating, what is it that you do? And it's like the big moment, right? Because that's his whole thing. It's like, I just need somebody who's going to support me and I'm building up this thing and I'm going out on my own and maybe my work isn't traditional and that wasn't good enough for my ex-girlfriend. But, um, you know, I'm hoping, you know, that's going to have to be acceptable for her. Brianna was really into it. She's like, he explains he's a car broker. So basically what I'm assuming is that he works with like, clients that are very wealthy and so he goes out they tell him what kind of car they want he goes out and finds it for them deals with the uh financing and all that he gives them he's like a headhunter basically like he does all the work for them 
here's your car. Here's the price we got it at. I got you. Brianna thinks that's really cool. She's like, that's impressive. And I really like it. And oh, I, it, it seemed like a sigh of relief moment, but I just feel like something in me is telling me that Vincent has deep insecurities that are going to go beyond her being accepting of his job. Like there's got to be more to that story. So we do find out that Vincent is in fact Afro-Latino. He's from the Dominican Republic. He speaks Spanish. He moved to America in 2011 and he's been doing pretty well for himself. Let's just, let me just uh, flip back for a second to talk about Brianna's dress. Is that not one of the best dresses that we have seen from the wives, the brides on the season, on any season? I think she looked beautiful. The dress fit her beautifully. It was perfect. It was so cute. Her skin, you guys, her skin is flawless. The color that she chose looked so good on on her skin and with her skin tone and I love that dress it was like a perfect mix of classic but also modern because it had like it you know it was very plain not plain but simple traditional but then it also had pockets and it also had a really high slit on the side I'm like oh that's very I've never seen it it was like if I was getting married that would be the dress that I would go for. I thought it was really, really pretty. Really pretty. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Anyway. Um, her, you know, the friends would like you to know section, her friends say, uh, they really hammered in like how bossy (laughs) Brianna was and how like, well, if you get to her, like she'll make your life so special, but she is very bossy. I'm looking forward to seeing how bossy she is. You guys, I screamed when Vincent did his vows and he talked about being a godly man, <laughs> Brianna's friend Chelsea was in the back pointing to the sky like Whitney Houston, like, thank you, Jesus. We found us a godly man for Brianna. I'm here for it. Shout out to the homies that we've left that have left us behind. Like, she was so happy. <laughs> Vincent is really, really nervous. But they have good chemistry and they kind of keep talking about how, like, are you nervous? I'm nervous. Like, but it's okay. And, you know, 
I felt a lot better seeing you, but I'm still really nervous. And it was really cute. And I just hope, my hope, and my second prediction is that it's going to be difficult for Vincent to be vulnerable. And like I said, I'm I'm concerned about his insecurities when it comes to his past and his romantic relationships. The, uh, Br- uh, Br- uh, Brianna thinks that they're going to be a really good match. And she thinks that I like I can see why we are matched together. So that's good. I think my prediction is that they are going to have some ups and downs. But I think they're going to make it through. I think they're going to say yes at decision day. And I think if anybody says no, it's going to be Brianna. I really think that Brianna is going to try and I think that the only thing that might hold Vincent back are his own insecurities. That's my prediction. Let's move on to Chris and Paige. Chris is public enemy number one, both in my heart and in the court of public opinion. So we end the episode on them like ramping up to the ceremony. Paige is feeling blessed and highly favored. She's like, I am not nervous. I'm ready. I've been praying for this. I think this whole thing has been ordered by God. So I'm, I have nothing to be afraid of. Like this is my man and I'm looking forward to seeing him. Chris, however, is like, Oh, I hope she looks good. And you know, maybe if she's really cute, I might put a baby in her. Excuse the fuck out of me. Ew. Did we not just see him last week talking, having a sit down with his pastor, that pastor with the black spray paint in his hair about like hemming and hawing over whether or not he should, um, I have sex on the first night. And now you're talking about putting a baby in her if she's hot enough. Ew. Ew, David. Um, I don't like this man. And secondly, like, if he was a nice guy, I wouldn't say this, but this man truly looks like Hamburger Helper in the face. And he just has a lot of nerve for somebody who seems to be very focused on how this potential woman is going to look. And, like, really, the stakes are so high because, God, what if she's ugly? What if I'm not attracted to her? Bitch, what if she's not attracted to you? Has that ever crossed your mind? This man really... <laughs> I cannot believe it. Beef Patty in the face looking ass has the nerve to talk about, like, ending a relationship if he's not physically attracted. If she's not cute enough for him. I really need to see, like, what... No, I don't. I don't I was gonna say I want to see what his ex-girlfriends look like, but I don't. Because I know for a fact that they were all better looking than him. You know what? Because he's ugly on the inside. He's also ugly on the outside. But the ugly, the call is coming, the ugly call is coming from within. We'll say that. Um, even as we're waiting for Paige to walk down the aisle, we can hear Chris's parents say to each other, I don't even think they're married anymore, but they're talking to each other from across the aisle like, damn, I can't wait to see her. And Chris's dad says, if she's pretty, it's a wrap. Like, she'll be good. But if she's ugly... And then he starts laughing. And so this is clearly, like, a thing with him. 
this should not be a thing that you have as a grown ass man that people know that your parents know that you're so picky about women's looks that like they already know that if you're pretty, he'll be fine. But if you're not, then it's really going to be a problem. Ugh, I don't like this man. Meatball in the face. I don't get it. This man looks like a meatball. Paige is saying she's ready. She is ready to go. And she's like, listen, the Holy Spirit's talking to me right now. And the producer's like, what is the Holy Spirit saying to you? And she's like, it's telling me to go out there and it's showtime. So they end the episode on opening the doors, him seeing her for the first time, a curse word, an expletive was let out. And I really am hoping that this man does not have the nerve, one, to say that this woman is not unattractive when she is significantly more attractive than he is. (laughs) But... I really think that this is probably going to be a fake out and he's really going to be excited, but they're really setting this up to be like a bad thing for her. And I hope it's not because I will turn back time, go to that wedding and say, you have lost your mind. And how dare you? How absolutely dare you? (laughs) I'm so mad at this man already. And I don't even know what he's done. So let me end this episode you guys I'm looking forward thank god it was only two hours and not three last like last week we you guys married at first sight fans we're going to be having a special guest next week I hope I'm not jinxing myself by saying that but if you guys have any questions for Dr. Viviana I will be speaking to her fingers crossed (laughs) really hope I'm not jinxing myself by saying this so if you guys have any questions Send them into everyone's business but mine at gmail.com for Dr. Viviana. We're going to have a really good conversation. All right, you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank me for speaking. I love you.